Welcome to the Choose You Now podcast. I'm your host, Juliana Hever. I'm thrilled to introduce my guest today. She is a very dear friend of mine and constant inspiration. Kathy Freston, a New York Times bestselling author of multiple health and wellness books, notably The Lean, Quantum Wellness, and Clean Protein. Her advocacy for a more healthy, sustainable, and just food system is inspired by her concern for human health, as well as animal and environmental welfare. She appears frequently on national TV, including Ellen, Dr. Oz, Good Morning America, The Talk, Oprah, and she's been featured in Vanity Fair, Harper's Bazaar, Self, and so much more. But most importantly, Kathy is the walking role model for choosing you now, and I think you'll agree. Hello, Kathy Freston. Thank you so much for joining me. Hi, Juliana. It's so great to talk to you. I always love talking with you. Likewise. I'm so excited because you are the quintessential perfect person to represent all that we talk about here on the Choose You Now podcast. And I wanted to kind of talk about your uniquely welcoming approach that makes people feel so comfortable and so inspired that they feel like they could take on the world just because the way you handle it with in your books, in your writing, on your social media, everything's so welcoming. And you don't see that a lot in the health space where it's usually like, do this or, you know, judgment Mm -hmm. and all of that. You're the opposite of that. And I kind of wanted to start with a quote from Quantum Wellness, if you don't mind, one of the first books I read of yours, where you said, wellness begins with paying attention to the little stuff. And then it swells in momentum until we find ourselves on a whole new playing field. We start by taking a look at our lives with our honest eyes and then setting a few clear intentions to change. You see, wellness is not so much of a goal as a process, a journey, a way of orienting yourself toward life. So tell us a little bit about that. How did you get to that mm. point? That's so much, it's it's so approachable for people. And it, mm. I would love to hear more about that from you. Well, I, I thank you for that. I, I just feel like we are a work in progress and I'm certainly a work in progress. I'm constantly learning and changing and shifting and, you know, sort of fielding a curveball. And um, I, I am so far from perfect on anything. I'm so far from perfect in the way that I eat, the way that I relate, the way that I um, write, the way that I do anything. And I have to make room for myself to grow because, you know, as that great quote, perfect is the enemy of the good. It, otherwise, I'll just shut down. If I have to, if I feel like I've just got to get it right, right off the bat, I'm just going to shut down. And so in my writing, I approach um, healthy eating and wellness and sort of transforming your life through awareness around food and animals and ecology and the environment and all that. I, I view that as a huge undertaking. I mean, it's, it's, we're basically, um, we have to sort of change so much that is fundamentally how we grew up and who we are, you know, how we socialize, how we serve food, how, how we do the holidays. So I had to, when I started changing the way that I eat, changing the way that I live, I had to give myself some room to just grow into it. And, and that's why I decided I'm going to set the intention. And in my case, it's um, set the intention to be someone who doesn't eat 
animals or animal products anymore. I'm going to set that intention and I'm going to nudge myself forward a little bit and I'm going to lean into it. And I am going to make it as fun as I can be and really like an exploration and discoveries rather than a hard, you know, hard knuckling, oh my God, I got to get this right. And oh my God, I feel so sad that I can't have this. And oh my God, I miss pizza and all the things. I thought I'm just going to lean into this and I'm going to give myself a lot of space to learn and grow and find my way. And that worked for me. So I always figure, you know, what works for me is my truth and I have to speak my truth. And even if it doesn't go over well with a lot of people who are, you know, more hardcore or more thorough or, uh, you know, farther along than I am, it's my truth. It's what worked for me. And so I have to keep speaking my truth. And that's what I've been doing. I love the book, The Lean, and I love that concept of one little thing at a time because that's people can do that, you know, and people just get so over it's so easy to get overwhelmed, especially now. It's just, it's just so much that we all this pressure that everyone puts on themselves. And so, what would you tell someone out there that wants to do a little bit better, wants to improve? Like, where do you start that process? Where should someone else consider starting? Yeah, I, I would say that. Um, the lean is all about um, crowding out, not cutting out. And I think that's a really important concept because when I went plant-based or in the beginning, when I even considered it before I even started going there, I, I just thought about all the things that I couldn't have. And I had, I had thought about it back in my young twenties and it was like, hell no. I mean, this Southern girl, I like barbecued wings. I like steak on the grill. I like, you know, burgers at Fridays. I like, you know, I was, I thought I was very, um, tough by saying, yeah, I'll have foie gras. I mean, I ate everything. It was my identity. And so for me to suddenly say, I'm not going to have that steak anymore. I'm not going to have burgers anymore. I'm not going to have pizza anymore. I'm not going to have a bucket of wings anymore. It would be like, um, who, who am I? And it would just be, it would just be so overwhelming. And I, I, I felt deprived. And I think that's, you know, a lot of times with diets, we feel deprived. And so the idea of crowding out, not cutting out, which is the basis of the lean really worked for me because I, I said, you know what, I'm, I'm, if I want potato chips, I'm going to have potato chips. I'm not going to worry about it, but first I'm going to have an apple. And first, so every day in the lean, I'm adding something in. So it's kind of like you trick yourself by saying, don't worry, sister, you can have anything you want, but first you got to have this glass of water. Oh, and then the next day, now you got to have that glass of water and an apple. And so you're adding in all these things. And what happens is there's only so much room in your belly to want stuff. And there's all, <laughs> only so much time in the day that, you know, you're still hungry. There's, there's any space in your belly for, for, um, adding something in. And also what happens is behind your back, <laughs> behind your consciousness, your sweet, fabulous body is changing its chemistry. It's kind of like a mental Olympics, right? Like just making all of these little goalposts so that you can just make these little changes. And then there's this like self-fulfilling 
wonderful cycle of events where the more you do it, the better you feel, the more you want to do, and the better you feel. Right, exactly. So I find that being kind to yourself and giving yourself room really works because it's it's like what we can't have is what we want, you know? And so I found that if my body sort of takes over and starts craving what's healthy and feeling full and experiencing clean energy, I think what happens is we have subtly shifted our internal health. And that is a beautiful trick to play on yourself. I think honestly, okay, this is about everything in life, about about breakups and relationships and uh, job loss or, you know, any anything that's difficult or challenging. It's all about the story we tell ourselves, right? So let's tell ourselves a story that works for us, that's not devastating to us. Let's tell ourselves the story of, it's okay. You can have whatever you want. You can have whatever you need. No one's going to take anything away from you. I am here for you, self. I love you. I am I am going to choose you in a way that takes care of you. So don't worry about it. That's the story I needed to tell myself. I could not live with the idea that I could not have all the things that I grew up loving, all the things that brought me comfort and happiness and contentedness and connection. I couldn't live with that. So the the story that I told myself was, sweetheart, you can have whatever you want. You can have whatever you need. And and that sort of self-love is what carried me through to um, my next sort of bump up in health and wellness. I love that. I love that. I always tell my clients, you know, one one day at a time, one meal at a time. And that's basically what Choose You Now came down to, like just choose again and again and again over and over because it's all those little decisions. All Every mm-hmm. time you're choosing in your best interest, that's when mm-hmm. the big success happens in the, the macroscopic b- picture of it. So the mm-hmm. concept of choosing yourself, like what, what, what does that mean to you, Kathy? Well, you know, growing up as a female, <laughs> not to be gendered about it, but growing up as a female, I think we, it's in, it was in the culture until very recently um, to not choose yourself, to um, consider what the culture wants, mm-hmm. um, what uh, your man wants, what your, uh, your, your sort of um, neighborhood, your, your people want from you. And it takes a lot of risk and a lot of self-honesty to say, um, how do I choose myself? Like, what does that even look like? Because I don't know if I'm allowed to have these feelings. I don't know if I'm allowed to feel like I want something more or different. I don't know if I should be feeling what I'm feeling right? Because you're kind of going up against the culture and you're going up against, you know, norms that have been in place for thousands of years, really, or, you know, certainly (laughs) since you were born. So for me, choosing myself means really uh, being radically self-honest and really assessing what do I love to do? How do I love to live my, how do I want to live my life? 
what is what does my day look like? And even if it doesn't make sense, like, well, you should want this, or you should want this story, or you should want the way this, it, it's like, no, I'm, I'm going to actually just choose what my small, quiet inner voice is saying. And I think that when I do that, I pay myself so much respect and I show myself so much kindness. And, and then what, ha- what flows out of that is a life that is more true to who I am. And, and to use that other over, overused word, it's a, it's a more authentic life. It's, it's a more genuine life. It's a life that's led more on purpose. And, um, and that's hard to do. It's hard to do because you have to keep questioning, are you sure you really want to do that? Are you shooting yourself? <laughs> you know, are you are you really are you really being true? And so, to me, choosing yourself means being honest and taking the risk to accommodate that small voice that's just finding her way out or his way out. I love that you've taught me so much personally about that. Like you have inspired me so much in that way, and I hope that everyone takes mm-hmm. that little nugget because it's. It is a hard thing to do. We don't do that. It's like we're supposed to work harder and do what we're supposed like mm-hmm. all the shoulds, like you said. So I mm-hmm. love how you not only say it, but you practice it. And it's beautiful mm-hmm. and inspiring. So, okay, with doing that and bringing more authenticity and joy to your day, what do you feel or what have you experienced in terms of the health benefits of this choosing yourself every day? Well, the health benefits are uh, better sleep because I think the body knows what the mind does not allow itself to uh, really um, take in because the mind is like, no, 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 this is fine. This this situation is fine. It's really, you know, I should be very grateful for it. Um, but the body the body holds the truth. It's like the truth is in your bones. It's in your cells. It's flowing through you. And one of the things that I have noticed is that when I'm not in my truth and being kind to myself and choosing myself, I wake up in the middle of the night with anxiety and I cannot go back to sleep. And sometimes it's like a free floating anxiety. I don't even know what it is. And sometimes my mind will just go straight to a situation and, and I'll obsess over it. And so what, what happens is when you're choosing yourself and you're being true to yourself and kind to yourself and allowing that truth to um, penetrate your actions during the day, you sleep better. Because there's nothing that's like your body's not holding on to anything that's going to shake you to wakefulness in the middle of the night. You know, that it's like the dark night is when the shit comes to the surface. <laughs> and when you're, when you're not, you know, uh, you're not holding back on that stuff, you just sleep really well. So I, I sleep really well when I'm being good to myself. And of course, um, sleep is just one of the foundational things for wellness. You know, when you can sleep well, it's like your body rejuvenates, your immune system is better, you know, everything operates uh, better because you've given your body a profound rest and your mind a profound rest, you know? So true. Oh, can you talk about the mental health benefits too of choosing yourself back to that? Like it's not just physical. There's so much mentally that takes place too. Well, mentally... And I would, I would go so far to say spiritually, and I'm not saying in a religious way, but I'm saying in a way of like, 
okay, I am living, I have made a, a soul choice and a soul choice is not necessarily a rational choice, you know, because sometimes you can think something through and it's like, all right, well, this makes sense. I do this to get this. And we can live sort of these transactional sorts of lives. But when you make a soul choice, it's based on something that you just feel so deeply. And in my case, I've tried to talk myself out of it a thousand ways to Sunday, and yet it keeps coming up. And so when you make that choice, however difficult it is, it's like your soul feels like it's just on target. Like, oh my God, I am doing what I came on this earth to do. I am listening to myself and I am following my own personal North Star and it just feels so liberating, so empowering. And again, those aren't easy choices. They're usually not easy choices because they usually cause some discord, whether it's a job or a relationship that you no longer want. And there's sort of, you know, earthquakes all around you. But when you make that soul choice, that that deep, emotionally sort of connected choice, there is a feeling of, okay, I, I'm, I'm on purpose here. And that feels great. Mm, and right in alignment. So mm-hmm. when you feel what you're speaking about relationships, like how do you think choosing yourself affects your relationships with those around you? Oh, choosing yourself in a relationship means that you're just being your honest truth. You're, you're a, an accurate reporter of your own reality, you know, so you're not saying I'm, I'm happy when I'm not happy. And you're also telling your truth. Like, I like to do this. I don't like to do that. This is very me, you know, being your dorky self, being, you know, talking about what you truly want to talk about, um, at the risk of, of, of people saying, you know, or of, of a person, whether it's a work situation, a friend or a romantic relationship of the person saying, Oh, I don't, I, that's not what I'm looking for. That's not what I like. That's not who I want to spend my time with, but you're being your truth. So what happens is you draw to you people in situations that are more in line, in alignment with you. You're not trying to fit yourself into, um, a, a, uh, a box that you don't belong in. You're not a bird trying to be a fish to please the fish. You're a bird. And so you're going to end up flying with birds. You're, you're going to be, you know, sort of where you resonate and where that it's almost an energetic thing, not to be woo-woo because I, I don't like to be woo-woo, but you know, it's sort of, I, I guess you could say you relate to people better around you because you're being your truth. And that you so you draw to you people who are interested in what you have to say and vice versa and they sort of feed your energy energy and vice versa and and it's just uh, your relationships of all kinds just get more um more true and more um just full of energy full of good energy whatever that is it just feels you're like you're in in lockstep with the world around you everything's yes in alignment again mm-hmm. yes i love that it's so inspiring so for those Aww. people out there i just want to close with one more question those people that are out there that aren't quite ready to choose themselves or they don't know how what mm-hmm. would you tell them how to start Mm, really interesting question. Um, I would say to start by 
talking to yourself as if you were, there is this little being inside of you and to address that little being. I, I have a hard time with, you know, inner child work because I think it's a little, you know, whatever. I, you know, I'm a very practical person. So I, I like to think of my inner child as my inner rescue dog <laughs> who's been through hell. And, you know, it's not like you're going to, a little rescue dog or a little rescue kitten came your way. You're not going to say, ah, shut up. You know, I don't want to hear from you. You're going to be like, oh, you're a bedraggled mess and I love you. And I want to see your personality and I want to get to know you, t- you know, come sit with me. Let's just sit in quiet and let me get to know you and, and, you know, watch you and make you happy. And just like with a little rescue dog, you know, you find out what, what she or he likes and you start doing that. And then you're that, that vulnerability that's, that's sort of buried inside of you starts to come out. You start to get to know yourself and you become more of your true self. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Kathy, for all of your wisdom. We really appreciate it. So nice to talk to you. So great talking with you, Juliana. I love talking with you. Thank you for having me. And keep up your extraordinary work. Thank you, my love. So many delicious nuggets in there, especially about leaning in and progress, not perfection. And these are very important concepts that I try to integrate in my day. And I hope that inspires you too. If you are inspired and you're enjoying the Choose You Now podcast, please subscribe to the show, rate and review us on iTunes, and send us any email with questions or comments at chooseyounowpodcast at gmail.com. For more nutrition services and more information, visit me at plantbaseddietitian.com. I invite you to choose yourself now, and I'm signing off with lots of leafy green love.